Welcome to the Digging Deeper Podcast. My name is Kurt Benick with ForConstructionPros.com, and I'm here with Wally Spiegel of the Mori Corporation. Wally, can you tell me uh, the trends in electrification of the construction market? You guys are heavily involved with that at the Mori Corporation. Can you tell me a little bit about the background of the Mori Corporation and what you guys do? The Mori Corporation is a uh, designer of electronics, including power electronics and a manufacturer, as well as other systems like telematics and controls and uh, basically anything that you could find in a, in a commercial vehicle system. Uh, we design primarily for OEMs and Tier 1s, but we are, uh, power is one of our specialties, whether it be uh, brushless DC motor controls, um, inverter, um, uh, systems for primary power. So that's all. That's what we did. Okay. You know, within the last, I'd say, seven, five to seven years, we've seen a major shift in the construction, the design of construction equipment. People are tending to start with hybrids and moving towards electrification. In a lot of the speeches we've heard, people are moving towards electrification. Battery, battery electric is not is a final goal. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And how uh, it seems like we start started with basic hybrid systems where we have diesel engines working more as generators. Can you tell me about the evolution of the yeah. process? Yeah. Well, uh, initially the easiest thing to do for, uh, you know, so the nice mm-hmm. thing about electric motors, uh, you have you have a lot of, you have a lot of torque. Mm-hmm. You have, there's, there's a lot of energy that can be transferred, but you also need to store electricity. So given uh, where battery technology was, the ability to store power wasn't where it needed to be, certainly for construction equipment. And uh, so you you basically were like building um, uh, equipment like a freight train. You had a generator, you had your um, inverters, and then you had your your, your uh, articulated drives, tracks, or wheels uh, providing, uh, providing power. You had um, uh, electric boats driving your uh, your hydraulic systems uh, your your coolant system any, anything that can be taken off a belt and electrified so because of um, just energy storage so you you're, you were still driving all your power was still ultimately coming from uh, a diesel tank as opposed to, to a battery cell but as technology has evolved and the capacity changing, the you can uh, systems can utilize batteries uh, much more easily, uh, starting smaller equipment and and moving up. But but you still have capacity concerns. So if you're on the job site, uh, using electric power is is more confined and defined. Um, if, if you're depending on the type of job site, it's smaller equipment. You can you can go uh, electric, and uh, and then as you move up to larger equipment, mega machines, uh, there's still a need for for uh, a diesel engine to be a generator to provide the raw power to. To the machine, but it's it's certainly 
change from where uh, you are still totally dependent on that diesel engine. Okay. It, it seems like the initial hybrid machines we saw were larger machines. Was that just basically because of the cost of the systems, or yeah, the cost of the systems, uh, also also the value of the systems. You know, we've had a there's been electrical. Uh, you know, the, the the mega machines have been have been using electric motors for a long time. So then when you step down to uh, smaller, you know, normal sized bulldozers, um, you uh, it, it finally became practical to transfer the technology to that level as a, as a, as a hybrid system of dump trucks uh, and, um, and excavators as opposed to just the, the mega machine. So there's been, a, there's been a transition down the food chain from, the, from there. And, and now um, battery technology that's used in automotive, so you've got smaller equipment, skid gears, I guess, and whatever, that theoretically can uh, all be, um, you've got equipment that, will, that can be fully electric. So you, it's kind of a meeting in the middle with the uh, capacity versus, versus how, how much power you need before you try to get a recharge or do you still need that diesel engine to keep uh, providing power for the system. Okay. This is some of the prototypes and some of the early machines we've seen, basically they're taking the diesel engine out and replacing it with an electric motor, but you're still using an electric motor to drive hydraulic pumps in conventional systems. Are we going to see changes there? Do you think yes. we will fully electrify the machine in the future and get rid of some of the other systems? Yes. Uh, well, just, just as in cars, versus uh, DC motors, anything that were electrical actuators, uh, I, that's definitely happening. The, um, the, the efficiencies and the, the control and the diagnostic maintenance possibilities being uh, prognostic becomes it becomes a lot easier to have a truly prognostic machine as you as you had that electronic and then being able to monitor it more finely and also control it more finely. And uh and it, it brings in the possibility of uh, more easily automating that type of equipment once once it's been electrified as opposed to uh, a traditional piece of equipment. Okay. And I know one of the concerns, especially with new equipment from contractors, is reliability and uptime is always, always a critical concern. Uh, can you speak to the reliability of the, of the electrification of the machines? And I've heard cases where you actually reduce the number of components as you electrify a machine. Is that true? Yes, yes. Because, well, well if, if you don't have a, uh, uh, a complex pump, you now have a brushless DC motor. Uh, the, um, you don't have the belts. You, you, you reduce the number of mechanical pieces. Um, you, you don't have to have torque converters, um, mechanical converters. It's just in the motor itself um, for for an individual uh, application on the machine. The, uh, the, the drive systems, um, you know, you've got twisted air communication as opposed to um, an electrical line as, a, as, a, as opposed to uh, a, a lot of the other cable tubing that you would have to have in, in a traditional system. So, uh, 
you know, when new technology is adopted, there's always a time where uh, people learn things. So uh, it's just like when a new model comes out. But there, there's going to be some problems. But in the long run, uh, the equipment will certainly be more uh, manageable. There will be more uptime, and um, there will be more capability. Um, so I, it's it's just it's just the nature of things. So I would say uh, I would be very bullish on on, on electrification in general as adopting the equipment. I mean, you may not want to give that advice the first machine. <laughs> uh, certainly, the, the next gen machine uh, is uh, is good, but depending on the size of your fleet, it may be a good investment to start earlier instead of later. Okay. I know in a lot of these machines, too, space constraints have traditionally been an issue. By the time you put an engine, an emission system, the hydraulic systems, and in, all into a package, then you have to balance that with visibility issues and such, some of the other design considerations. By moving oh, yeah. to electric yeah. Or, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, space and clearance, uh, there are definitely... Um, more easy to handle in the design and uh, of, of new equipment, and you can uh, what you what you'll be what you'll be able to do the, the, it can be much sleeker and uh, the uh, and then certainly more or it can be much more ergonomic for for the uh, for the operator to get in and out of. Uh, it can be uh, it, it can just be a safer machine too because now that you've uh, your ability to put a machine to be more self-aware with the electrical systems and control those systems uh, in, in real time um, will increase it also. So everybody knows there's a lot of safety systems to add, but uh, it's, it's just a good, it's just going to a higher, much higher level than this um, today, just like it is automotive. Okay. Uh, where, where do you see the major, today, where do you see the major hurdles? Is it still battery capacity? Is that the major hurdle, or are there other hurdles that need to be overcome as well? Well, for, for, for me, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to briefly draw a parallel to uh, over-the-road trucking. So, uh, electrical is, is certainly viable right now. Uh, so I think um, 
competitive hybridization out there, uh, depending on what the what the needs the needs are for the individual plates. And uh, the and, and again, it, 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 I think it's it's in the it's in the middle. It's in low end where full electrification is probably more more viable for the large machines that just need fast enough power. They're still willing to have to uh, they're still going to have to have these machines in there uh, until you know until uh, uh, there's there's another option. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, are, are there any other?